Hey, Joel, you there? Yeah, what's with the blindfold? I was testing my powers of observation. By closing your eyes? <laughs> Good plan. I was seeing if I could navigate in complete darkness. So far, I've made it from the kitchen to here. Not bad for just using my senses of touch and hearing, huh? I guess. You want to hear something really fun? Yeah, what? Listen very carefully. Auntie Sage, Auntie Sage! Come on, Flynn. Did she hurt you? No, you seem fine. All right, let's go tell her. Uncle Lionel, Auntie Sage? What's all this caterwauling out here, Amber? Can't an old ranch hand get a couple of winks? Oh, Dustin, it's just awful. That heartless old lady who lives in the Crooked House down the road is coming to take Flynn away. Mrs. Hamilton, the school teacher, how do you figure? She said she was gonna get the sheriff and everything. What's all this fuss, Amber? Oh, Auntie Sage, it's just awful. Miss Hamilton down the road is after Flynn after he ran through her lawn. She tried to hit him with her bike and rode off on her broom to go get... Now calm down, Amber. You aren't making a lick of sense. Yeah, I think you meant she tried to hit him with a broom and rode off on her... Thank you for the clarification, Destin. Now, Amber, we've been over this. If Flynn is going to go on walks with you, he has to be on a leash. We can't have him running all over Kansas like a whirlwind. Oh, but I haven't the heart to put him on a leash, Auntie Sage. He's too smart to be on a leash. He's too brave to be on a leash. He's too... Well, then it sounds like he shouldn't be going on walks with you. After all, when it comes to smart, brave dogs, there's no place like home on the ranch to put them to work. That's true. I could have him help me with herding the cattle. Speaking of work, isn't there something you should be doing right now, Destin? I'm pretty sure Lionel wanted that contraption taken care of. Yeah, yeah. But what about Miss... Okay, Amber. Let's just sit on the porch for a while. You've obviously had a rough morning already. But Flynn... Flynn will be fine. Be a good girl and turn on the radio. I want to listen to some programs. And by the looks of those clouds, we might be getting some rain soon. Rain in November. That's new. I guess I'm the only one coming over this morning, huh, Mr. Jacobs? Yeah, I guess you just beat the storm, Destin. What do you want to do today? I don't know. I was enjoying reading books and listening to the radio. Me too. What book do you have there? The Wizard of Oz. It's pretty good, though it's a little different than the movie. Yeah, most books are. I found that even though I like them to be the same, when they're exactly the same, I just don't enjoy it as much as I thought I would. Yeah, both are good in this case. Great. Now, how about we start... We made it. Come on in, Amber. Ugh, I'm soaked. Sage, what were you thinking? Uh, it's Saturday? Time to go to Mr. Jacob's garage? He forgets what day it is sometimes. No, I mean, there's a storm out there. Tell me about it. Oh, right, Mr. Jacobs, this is Amber. She's my friend from school. Glad to meet you, Amber. You know, you girls shouldn't have come over in this kind of weather. Dustin's here. He seems fine. Yeah, but I got here way before you guys. It wasn't raining then. Not to complain, but do you have a heater or something, Mr. Jacobs? I'm freezing. Oh, right. I'll see what I can find. I don't have any kids' clothes or I'd offer you a change into something dry. Don't you have a chest of costumes in the attic? Costumes? 
We use them for Bible times dramas. Dramas? Oh, that's true. I could get those if you'd like. Sounds good to me. It's better than being cold. I'll be right back. Want to listen to the radio while he looks for some of those costumes? The radio? Trust me, you want to. Okay, I'll start it up. All right, the dryer should be done with your clothes in about an hour. How are the costumes working out? A little itchy, but good. Thanks, Mr. Jacobs. No problem, Sage. But I have to ask, what made you think it was a good idea to come to my garage in the middle of a storm? Well, Amber and I had a question. And Sage said you were the one who has all the answers. She's right. I don't know about that, but it must be a pretty important question. It's about something Sage heard her parents talking about. Yeah, I heard them saying something about how things are going to be darker, and how it wasn't going to be good, and how it's going to change how we live. And that sounded serious. Looks like they were right. The sky is pretty dark right now. They weren't talking about the weather, Dustin. Hmm. Sounds like they're thinking that the world is getting worse as time goes on. Is that true, Mr. Jacobs? Some people think so, Dustin. They look around and see more and more people being more sinful and violent, and the more they look, <laughs> the more they see. Sinful? It means bad stuff people do, like being mean or selfish. Exactly. Okay, you didn't really answer Dustin's question, Mr. Jacobs. He didn't ask if people think it's true, but if it is true. Right. Well, I'd have to say I don't know one way or the other, Amber. Mankind has always been a mess. And though there are terrible things like wars and lies and hatred going on, if you look in the history books, these kinds of things have always been around. In fact, I'd say there have been parts of history that I would say were much worse than they are now. So you can't answer the question. That can't be all there is to it. There's got to be something in the Bible about this. Hmm, the Bible. Now, why didn't I think of that? Come on, you always use the Bible to answer our questions. <laughs> all right, let's see. I guess the best place to start is the book of Ecclesiastes. Oh, I think I've heard of that one. Isn't it like super depressing? Sounds like we're on the right track then. It does start that way. But the verse I wanted to mention especially is verse nine where it tells us that every bad thing we see isn't new. In the generations past, there were people doing every kind of evil thing we see today, even if it might have looked a little different. Okay, but does the Bible ever say that it was worse than it is now? Oh, I can think of a couple times it says something along those lines. Genesis 6-5, Jonah 1, Genesis 18. But no matter how good or bad it was back then, the lesson we should take from all of this isn't to despair about how bad things are, but instead, you know, I think I have a drama script that will clear this up. I'll be right back. Yes! Okay, so what are these drama scripts exactly? You'll find out. Yeah, don't worry. It's a good thing. All right, I guess I'll listen to the radio while we wait. Oh yeah, you're gonna fit in here just fine. And now, from the garage of Bridal Jacobs comes the poetic drama, The Deep Dark Woods, a collection of adapted biblical teachings about God's love. Upon a time of dreariness, and in a land of woe, there was a wood of weariness where the lost went to and fro. We cannot see our way back home, the wood's too deep and dark. And so we wander all alone, 
through the pitch black leaves and bark. The lost stumbled aimlessly with only feelings as their guide. And if two or more chose to lead, twas but blind leading the blind. But on the morning of our tale, unto a lost one came, a beacon that would pierce the veil. It's like a burning flame. By its light, I can see, and now I can make my way. Oh, how much more easily it is bright as day. Say, what's that? A lost one said. What was gloomy and gray is now lit up and glows instead. The dark's been peeled away. Hello, friend. The light is good. See how it fills with joy? Take some, please. I think you should. And so she did. Oh, boy. And so throughout the forest spread a good and holy light. The glow brought life to the dead and brought love to hate and spite. This brightness must be stopped, said some who in darkness reigned. My hidden secrets will be dropped where only truth remains. And so it has been for years and years in this allegory of gloom. The darkness fights with hate and fears, but it cannot stop the bloom of the love and kindness of our God as it's shared from one to another. Whether here at home or far abroad, it makes us all sisters and brothers. So when you see evil in the land, as if a cursed would, just remember God's good command and overcome evil with good. Mmm, clothes fresh and out of the dryer feel so nice and toasty. You said it, Amber. I should ask my mom if she can do the laundry right before I get home from school so I can change right away. That sounds like an awesome idea. Man, it's still raining pretty hard out there. Can I get a ride home, Mr. Jacobs? No problem, Destin. How about you two? Are your parents coming to pick you up or you want to come along? Um, yeah, we can ride with you. But first I had a question about what we've been talking about today. Yeah, me too. Oh, you go first then. Thanks, Sage. So, Mr. Jacobs, in that drama poem thing that we just acted out, you were saying that we need to overcome evil with good, right? Romans 12, 21. Okay, so, yeah, it's in the Bible, but how do we do that? Okay, yeah, there's a couple ways the Bible tells us in passages like Romans 12, as well as Matthew 5, starting around verse 38. A lot of it is treating people the way you would like them to treat you, and being humble enough to treat someone kindly when they aren't treating you well in return. But does that work? It depends what you mean by work, Destin. Does it mean that they will stop treating you badly? Not always, but is it the way God wants us to live? Absolutely. What's more, other people on the sidelines will see how God's people act, and they will know that He is different because the people who love Him are different. Kind of how it says in verses like 1 Peter 2.12 and Philippians 2.15. Hmm, I need to think about this and maybe talk to my parents about it too. Sounds like a good idea, Amber. Okay, now for my question. Go ahead, Sage. So, I've understood pretty much everything you've said today about people thinking that the world is getting darker and stuff, but something my parents said about it still leaves me really confused. What's that? Why would they say we need to change our clocks around for it? Your clocks? Your clocks? Yeah, they said that the days are getting darker and soon we'll need to change our clocks and that's gonna mess everything up. Oh, you mean they were talking about the days getting shorter? I guess. Does that not have something to do with what we've been talking about? 
all this time you were talking about daylight savings coming to an end? Daylight what? <laughs> I'll explain it on the way home. You guys ready? I am. I can't believe this. What? Climb on in, kids. Uh, where are you going, Destin? I was turning off the radio before we go. Oh, good call. Thanks. Thanks.